What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes in route to the good life, coming at you once again with my daily podcast. That's right, guys. Um, when I bring my podcast to you guys, it is just things that I'm going through each and every day that hopefully will help you guys to have a better life, you know? I talk about some of the mistakes I made, some of the mistakes I've seen other people make, and you guys, some of the things you could laugh about, you know? And because, guess what? If you could laugh about something, then you can make it through it. So uh, keep listening, keep checking me out, guys, as I give you my top, my top 25 mistakes that I see people make in their route to a bad life. And, and mistake today is, guys, as my wife likes to say, my wife has a saying, right? She used to say it all the time. My wife would say, don't drown in a glass of water, right? So what's that mean? Don't drown in a glass of water. It basically means that don't let your problems get the best of you guys don't let your problems get the best of you and if there are tiny problems little problems that you are making big don't make them bigger than what they are so i'm talking to you guys right now because I, I am in the middle of staining my wine room so as i tell as my wife tells me all the time it is color therapy it is color therapy and um this is one of the things that I think helps me to have a clear mind, helps me to focus and think and plan my next move, right? You guys need to have something always in the making. You guys need to always have some plan, something you're always working for. And uh, my thing that I am always working for is, right, my one million, right? So when I talk about one million, right, I'm talking about one million people reached, right, one million dollars in my bank account, um, one million, right, um, people influenced, touched, changed, grown, right, through my message. So I'm trying to get a message out to people, and that message is. You can make mistakes in life, right? Everybody makes mistakes. But you have to, number one, learn from those mistakes. And number two, make far few mistakes by learning from other people's mistakes, man. Stop thinking that you need to have the lockdown on all mistakes, right? That in life, every mistake that needs to be made you need to make it at least once if you're going to succeed. So here's the deal, guys. When you are making mistakes, right, in life, it's cool. You make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. But eventually, if you make too many of the same mistakes over and over and over again, you are going to run out of time. So time is the thing that we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about time. The last thing you want to do is make so many mistakes that when you finally get it right, right, there's no time left. There's no time left to enjoy the life that you want, to do the things that you would like to do with your family, 
you know, because you spend your entire life making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Now, so um, one of the things I want to talk about today, guys, is uh, a lot of people, a lot of people go through life um, and they drown in a glass of water, guys. They drown in a glass of water because they cannot handle a small crisis. So my example of this today, I had a lady at Motor Vehicles and uh, she came in, it wasn't today, it was the other day. So uh, just to give her a little bit of anonymity because she truly embarrassed herself. But um, the lady came in the Motor Vehicles. It was early in the morning and uh, nothing much going on in the morning. It wasn't even anybody in line at the time, right? So she shows up with her son and um, I could already tell, cause I'm a good, good reader of people, that she was already a little bit herky, herky-jerky, you know, just kind of just shaky in her, her mannerisms. So um, she came up to me and she said, oh, I need to get my registration. I need, and you know, in real, real quick, quick paced type voice. And her son, who was only probably about 17, was totally different. He was kind of a little laid back. So obviously he didn't get that from his mom, thank God. So um, his mom says, I need to get my, my, my registration registration done. You know, it's, it's been uh, it's been a long time, a year. I've been trying to do this for a year. I finally got an appointment today. I said, okay, you know, you got an appointment today. Let's get it done. The next thing I asked her was, do you have a mask? She <laughs> lost her shit. I mean, literally, she started freaking out and she started screaming, oh my God, oh my God, no, no, no. I gotta get this done, there's no way, there's no way I waited an entire year. Oh, what am I supposed to do, what am I supposed to do? In the meantime, as customary, right after the sentence that I told her she needed a mask, I told her if she didn't have one, she can go across the street to the dollar store and get one. But in the midst of her drowning in a glass of water, as my wife loves to say, um, she didn't hear me. So now she's freaking out, believing that she cannot get her transaction done because, hey, she doesn't have a mask and she doesn't have access to a mask and she can't figure it out. You know, she started saying how she would take off her panties and put it over her head, how she would take her bra off and cover her nose. I said, man, you can't do that. You can't do that in public, period, okay? But, you know, some people resort to desperate means. I said, listen to me when I say this. Across the street at a dollar store, you can go and buy five masks for a buck. You can do it, and then you come back here, and it's only a two-minute walk across the street. Her son finally, talking sense into her, says, Mom, Mom, all we have to do is walk across the street. Come on, let's go. Now, a 17-year-old is telling a 40, 50-year-old woman to calm down. That is when you know we have a, a parenting issue and somebody who doesn't know how to deal with a crisis, right? That crisis is a $1 solution, right? And I ask you guys, how many of you guys are drowning in a glass of water? How many of you guys have a $1 solution to your problem but you are treating it like it's a million dollar crisis. 
You know, I, you know, I want to know. I know a lot of people like this, right? A lot of people who, um, they don't allow themselves to resolve a situation. Instead, they freak out, they panic, and they want someone else to resolve the situation. They want somebody else to be the adult in their life. This one particular lady, she wanted her son to be the adult in her life. She didn't want to take charge of her emotions. And, uh, and in doing so, that is the cause of a lot of people having a bad life. When you start to put other people in charge of your life, the running of your life, the, the, the running of your emotions and who you are and who you're going to become. When you allow people to take over that aspect of your life, no, you're no longer living. You're not living. You're, you're living based on what somebody else wants you to do or how they want you to react. Uh, another thing that I tell people, you know, as, as this woman, as she finally got her transaction done and she seemed like she calmed down, and she's like, oh, thank you so much, thank you so much, I got it done. I'm thinking to myself, poor child, okay? Her son has to go through his entire life adulting for his mom. You know, that's, that's just a sad, sad state of affairs for a child to have to be the adult in a parent-child relationship. But this is how some people you know, they go through life. They go through life, right? Wanting somebody else to solve their problems. So, as I said before, how many of you guys have $1 problems, okay? But you're treating it like it's a it's a million dollar issue. You know, how many? Just think, think about the problems you currently have in your life. Are you drowning in a glass of water? Are you losing your shit for something small? You know, and I told somebody about this and they were like, oh, well, you know, that could have been, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, the final piece, right, in her life that caused her to go into all this panic mode. I'm telling you that dollars add up. Pennies make dollars, guys, first and foremost. So pennies, I would relate to the tiniest problem that you could possibly have, okay, would be a penny. Right? And pennies, a hundred pennies add up and they make dollars. Now, those pennies that I'm talking about are your daily habits. What are your daily habits and, and how are you handling yourself each and every day of your life when it comes to, right? When it comes to living a good life, right? If you handle, if you handle your affairs very poorly, with bad habits and bad life choices, eventually they're gonna add up and catch up to you guys. They're gonna add up and catch up to you, okay? That's just what habits do. Habits, habits are your chains, man. As uh, Charlie Munger said, the chains of habit are too weak to be felt until they're too strong to be broken. We are bonded to our habits. It is the little things that we do. Um, and let me tell you one of my mistakes, guys. One of my huge mistakes. I used to be a consumer of social media. A consumer of social media, watching every little meme, every little joke, every little puppy cat video, um, everything. Every little trap that was put out there for me 
to be a consumer, to keep me locked into social media as long as possible, for hours, right? I even put an app on my phone just to, uh, to just to view how many hours I was spending uh, wasting my life on social media. Now, I put that app on my phone, call myself being crafty, but more so than anything else, I, I was embarrassing. It was embarrassing um, that uh, I spent so much time on social media. That's it. It was for sheer, sheer um, mental, mental, uh, mental candy. I would say mental candy that was no good and it gave me cavities. Okay, so spending so much time on social media, what I allowed was other people to dictate to me my behaviors. See, because that's what social media does. Social media is built, okay, to keep you on social media. Of course, guys, that is what it does. So it wasn't until I got serious about my business, right? You know, I got I went all in, committed on my education and teaching business and writing a book and everything else, that I began to stop consuming social media. I get on Facebook, I wish my wish people happy birthday, and that's about it. That's after that, I'm off of social media. That's it. Uh, the next time I go on social media will be to post some some business ads or advertising or whatever I'm doing or just telling people what I'm doing about my life, my second half is. But I that is all strategically done. I don't spend hours and hours and hours on social media. You know, another thing I used to do on my phone, I had all of these damn games downloaded on my phone, right? And these games were first downloaded on my phone, you know, one, one of the guys that I'm working with, you know, retired cop as well. He was like, hey, listen, you need to download some of these games. They're fun, man, especially when it's boring at work. Well, guess what? Why the fuck are you bored at work? What are you doing with your life that you're at work, that you're so bored at work that you're not in? You're not in it. If you're going to be at work, be at work. If you're not going to be at work, find someplace else to be. I don't care what your job is, if you are not going to mentally be there, then you're doing the wrong job, guys. You're doing the wrong job and it's time for you to move on to something different, something that you are fully engaged in. Because remember, guys, we spend most of our waiting days at work. We spend more time at work, most of us, right? We spend more time at work than we do with our families. So if all of that time at work you're spending, you're bored, then you are making a big mistake with a large portion of your life. You should not be at work bored. You should be engaged. You should be totally and completely excited about your job. And a lot of people, when I get it, especially people in law enforcement, you get locked into the money, right? The money. The average law enforcement officer probably makes more than most people getting out of college, right? So you're a law enforcement officer and you're making upwards of uh, maybe starting $60,000, $70,000 a year, upwards to one hundred, dollars some years maybe $200,000 a year, you know, depending on the year, right? And so a lot of people get locked into the fact that it's good money. I'm making good money. Listen, what I found out was that it is not good money. 
right? It is dirty money or blood money, as I like to say, you know, as my blood diamonds, as my buddy used to say, because you are taking away moments of your life, right? Dedicating your life to protecting and serving, and I get it, right? I loved uh, law enforcement, and I love protecting and serving because, I don't know, it was just something that I felt strong about, you know, maybe, you know, since uh, in uh, grammar school, uh, having to stand up to bullies and stuff like that, uh, for my friends who wouldn't stand up to bullies, I felt that law enforcement was probably the proper thing that I could do. But now that I look at it in hindsight and my career is over, I probably could have still just went ahead and become an entrepreneur and figured something else out, you know, and been further along on my journey. But hey, as I say before to you guys, the past is the past. Learn from those mistakes and you move forward. So, and moving forward, guys, I just want to tell you guys, as I'm continuing to paint this wine room, that seems to be coming out really, really nice, nice dark stain on the wall, um, is that in life, it is your habits that create the life that you want. So you really, really have to pay attention to your habits. Um, I suggest you journal. I journal, right? So I journal and I write down some of the things that I'm doing right, some of the things I'm doing wrong, and some of the mistakes that I have made in my life. And I write them down. And each year, and I'm not going to lie, I write down about three pages worth of stuff a day. Three pages worth of stuff a day. There are things that are going through my mind, the 6,200 thoughts that go through my mind. And um, as I'm writing those things down, what, what I realize, guys, is that um, you have to pay attention to what you do each and every day as a habit, right? Because it is those small habits that you do each and every day that build up over time to create the life that either you don't want or the life that you do want. But either way, you have to pay attention to it. So um, I am going to end this podcast right now. I got some pending issues I need to deal with at home. And uh, as I finish uh, staying in this, I want you guys to realize, man, don't let, number one, don't let people rent out space in your head. It should be so expensive that nobody can afford it. And number two, do not drown in a glass of water, guys. Do not, right? Um, Start to look at problems for what they are. They are opportunities to find solutions to whatever you need to take care of in your life. So this is Sound Blue signing off. Guys, make sure you uh, give me a shout out in my Facebook group, Top 25 Mistakes, as well as shoot me an email at the uh, Top 25 Mistakes at LieutenantSoundBlue.com. And you can check me out on Instagram at LieutenantSoundBlue, as well as, guys, if you want to have a free happiness course that you guys can download for free at soundblue.com, lieutenantsoundblue.com. So check it out, and I will talk to you guys later. You guys have a fantastic evening. 
Deuces. Later.